1 Samuel 20 Then David fled from Naoth in Ramah and came and said to Jonathan, What have I done? What is my iniquity and what is my sin before your father that he is seeking my life? He said to him, Far from it, you shall not die. Behold, my father does nothing, neither great or small, without disclosing it to me. So why should my father hide this thing from me? It is not so. Yet David vowed again, saying, Your father knows well that I have found favor in your sight, and he has said, Do not let Jonathan know this, or he will be grieved. But truly, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, there is hardly a step between me and death. Then Jonathan said to David, Whatever you say, I will do for you. So David said to Jonathan, Behold, tomorrow is the new moon, and I ought to sit down to eat with the king. But let me go, that I may hide myself in the field until the third evening. If your father misses me at all, then say, David earnestly asked leave of me to run to Bethlehem, his city, because it is the yearly sacrifice there for the whole family. If he says, It is good, your servant will be safe. But if he is very angry, know that he has decided on evil. Therefore deal kindly with your servant, for you have brought your servant into a covenant of the Lord with you. But if there is iniquity in me, put me to death yourself. For why then should you bring me to your father? Jonathan said, Far be it from you. For if I should indeed learn that evil has been decided by my father to come upon you, then would I not tell you about it? Then David said to Jonathan, Who will tell me if your father answers you harshly? Jonathan said to David, Come and let us go out into the field. So both of them went out to the field. Then Jonathan said to David, The Lord, the God of Israel, be witness. When I have sounded out my father about this time tomorrow or the third day, behold, if there is a good feeling toward David, shall I not then send to you and make it known to you? If it please my father to do you harm, may the Lord do so to Jonathan and more also, if I do not make it known to you and send you away, that you may go in safety. And may the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. If I am still alive, will you not show me the loving kindness of the Lord that I may not die? You shall not cut off your loving kindness from my house forever, not even when the Lord cuts off every one of the enemies of David from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord require it at the hands of David's enemies. Jonathan made David vow again because of his love for him, because he loved him as he loved his own life. Then Jonathan said to him, Tomorrow is the new moon, and you will be missed because your seat will be empty. When you have stayed for three days, you shall go down quickly and come to the place where you hid yourself on that eventful day, and you shall remain by the stone at Ezel. I will shoot three arrows to the side, as though I shot at a target. And behold, I will send the lad, saying, Go find the arrows. If I specifically say to the lad, Behold, the arrows are on this side of you, get them. Then come, for there is safety and no harm, as the Lord lives. But if I say to the youth, Behold, the arrows are beyond you, go, for the Lord has sent you away. As for the agreement of which you and I have spoken, behold, The Lord is between you and me forever. So David hid in the field, and when the new moon came, the king sat down to eat food. The king sat on his seat as usual, the seat by the wall. Then Jonathan rose up, and Abner sat down by Saul's side, but David's place was empty. Nevertheless, Saul did not speak anything that day, for he thought, It is an accident, he is not clean, surely he is not clean came about the next day, the second day of the new moon, that David's place was still empty. So Saul said to Jonathan his son, 
Why has the son of Jesse not come to the meal, either yesterday or today? Jonathan then answered Saul, David earnestly asked leave of me to go to Bethlehem, for he said, Please let me go, since our family has a sacrifice in the city, and my brother has commanded me to attend. And now if I have found favor in your sight, please let me get away, that I may see my brothers. For this reason he has not come to the king's table. Then Saul's anger burned against Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a perverse, rebellious woman! Do I not know that you are choosing the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives on the earth, neither you nor your kingdom will be established. Therefore now send and bring him to me, for he must surely die. But Jonathan answered Saul his father and said to him, Why should he be put to death? What has he done? Then Saul hurled his spear to strike him down. So Jonathan knew that his father had decided to put David to death. Then Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger and did not eat the food on the second day of the new moon, for he was grieved over David because his father had dishonored him. Now it came about in the morning that Jonathan went out into the field for the appointment with David, and a little lad was with him. He said to his lad, Run, find the arrows which I am about to shoot. As the lad was running, he shot an arrow past him. When the lad reached the place of the arrow which Jonathan had shot, Jonathan called after the lad and said, Is not the arrow beyond you? And Jonathan called after the lad, Hurry, be quick, do not stay. And Jonathan's lad picked up the arrow and came to his master. But the lad was not aware of anything. Only Jonathan and David knew about the matter. Then Jonathan gave his weapons to his lad and said to him, Go, bring them to the city. When the lad was gone, David rose from the south side and fell on his face to the ground and bowed three times. And they kissed each other and wept together, but David wept the more. Jonathan said to David, Go in safety, inasmuch as we have sworn to each other in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord will be between me and you, and between my descendants and your descendants forever. Then he rose and departed, while Jonathan went into the city. 1 Chronicles 4 The sons of Judah were Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Hur, and Shobal. Reiah the son of Shobal became the father of Jahath, and Jahath became the father of Ahumai and Lahad. These were the families of the Zorathites. These were the sons of Edom, Jezreel, Ishma, and Edbash, and the name of their sister was Hazelaloponi. Penuel was the father of Gedor, and Ezer the father of Hushah. These were the sons of Hur, the firstborn of Ephrathah, the father of Bethlehem. Ashur, the father of Tekoah, had two wives, Hela and Nara. Nara bore him Ahuzam, Hefer, Temani, and Hasharadi. These were the sons of Nara. The sons of Hela were Zareth, Izhar, and Ethnan. Kaz became the father of Anub and Zobaba, and the families of Aharel, the son of Haram. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother named him Jabez, saying, Because I bore him with pain. Now Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my border, and that your hand might be with me, and that you would keep me from harm, that it may not pain me. And God granted him what he requested. Chelub, the brother of Shua, became the father of Mehir, who was the father of Eshton. Eshton became the father of Bethrapha and Pasiah, and Tahana the father of Ir-Nahash. These are the men of Rekah. 
Now the sons of Kenaz were Othniel and Sarai, and the sons of Othniel were Hithath and Maonothai. Maonothai became the father of Ophrah, and Sarai became the father of Joab, the father of Geharashim, for they were craftsmen. The son of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, were Iru, Elah, and Nam, and the son of Elah was Kenaz. The son of Jehalalel were Ziph and Zipha, Tereah and Aserel. The sons of Ezra were Jether, Mered, Epher, and Jalan. And these are the sons of Bithia, the daughter of Pharaoh, whom Mered took. And she conceived and bore Miriam, Shammai, and Ishba, the father of Eshtemoah. His Jewish wife bore Jared, the father of Gedor, and Heber, the father of Soko, and Jekuthiel, the father of Zenoah. The sons of the wife of Hodia, the sister of Naam, were the fathers of Keilah, the Geramite, and Eshtemoah, the Maccathite. The sons of Shimon were Amnon and Rena, Ben-Hanan and Tilan. And the sons of Ishi were Zoheth and Ben-Zoheth. The sons of Shelah, the son of Judah, were Er, the father of Lekah, and Lada, the fathers of Merashah, and the families of the house of the linen workers at Beth Ashbiah. And Jochim, the men of Kozabah, Joash, Seraph, who ruled in Moab, and Jeshubi-Lehem, and the records are ancient. These were the potters and the inhabitants of Netaim and Gedera. They lived there with the kings for his work. The sons of Simeon were Nemuel and Jamin, Jerob, Zerah, and Shaul. Shalom his son, Mibsam his son, Mishma his son. The sons of Mishma were Hamuel his son, Zachar his son, Shimei his son. Now Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but his brothers did not have many sons, nor did all their families multiply like the sons of Judah. They lived at Beersheba, Molida, and Hazarshul, at Bilha, Ezem, Tolad, Bethuel, Horma, Ziklag, Beth Markaboth, and Hazarsusim, Beth Biri, and Sharim. These were their cities until the reign of David. Their villages were Edom, Ain, Remen, Tochin, and Ashan, five cities, and all their villages that were around the same city as far as Baal. These were their settlements, and they have their genealogy. Meshubab, and Jemalek, and Josha, the son of Amaziah, and Joel, and Jehu, the son of Joshabiah, the son of Sariah, the son of Asiel, and Elioni, and Jacobah, and Jeshohiah, Asiah, Adiel, Jesimiel, and Beniah, Ziza, the son of Shiphi, the son of Alan, the son of Jediah, the son of Shimri, the son of Shemaiah. These mentioned by name were leaders in their families, and their father's houses increased greatly. They went to the entrance of Gador, even to the east side of the valley, to seek pasture for their flocks. They found rich and good pasture, and the land was broad and quiet and peaceful, for those who lived there formerly were Hamites. These recorded by name came in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah, and attacked their tents. And the Mayonites who were found there and destroyed them utterly to this day, and lived in their place because there was pasture there for their flocks. From them, from the sons of Simeon, five hundred men went to Mount Seir, with Pelatiah, Neriah, Rephiah, and Uziel, the son of Ishi, as their leaders. They destroyed the remnants of the Amalekites who escaped and have lived there to this day. Psalm 56 Be gracious to me, O God, for a man has trampled upon me. Fighting all day long he oppresses me. My foes have trampled upon me all day long, for there are many who fight proudly against me. 
when I am afraid I will put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I have put my trust, I shall not be afraid. What can mere man do to me? All day long they distort my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They attack. They lurk. They watch my steps as they have waited to take my life. Because of wickedness cast them forth. In anger put down the peoples, O God. You have taken account of my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I have put my trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? Your vows are binding upon me, O God. I will render thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death, indeed my feet from stumbling, so that I may walk before God in the light of the living. Psalm 57 Be gracious to me, O God, be gracious to me, for my soul takes refuge in you, and in the shadow of your wings I will take refuge until destruction passes by. I will cry to God Most High, to God who accomplishes all things for me. He will send from heaven and save me. He reproaches him who tramples upon me. Selah. God will send forth his loving kindness and his truth. My soul is among lions. I must lie among those who breathe forth fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows and their tongue a sharp sword. Be exalted above the heavens, O God. Let your glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They dug a pit before me. They themselves have fallen into the midst of it. Selah. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises. Awake, my glory, awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations, for your loving kindness is great to the heavens, and your truth to the clouds. Be exalted above the heavens, O God. Let your glory be above all the earth. Psalm 142 I cry aloud with my voice to the Lord. I make supplication with my voice to the Lord. I pour out my complaint before Him. I declare my trouble before Him. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, You knew my path. In the way where I walk, they have hidden a trap for me. Look to the right and see, for there is no one who regards me. There is no escape for me. No one cares for my soul. I cried out to you, O Lord. I said, You are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Give heed to my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring my soul out of prison, so that I may give thanks to your name. The righteous will surround me, for you will deal bountifully with me. Acts 14 In Iconium they entered the synagogue of the Jews together, and spoke in such a manner that a large number of people believed, both of Jews and of Greeks. But the Jews who disbelieved stirred up the minds of the Gentiles and embittered them against the brethren. Therefore they spent a long time there speaking boldly with reliance upon the Lord who was testifying to the word of his grace, granting that signs and wonders be done by their hands. But the people of the city were divided, and some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. 
And when an attempt was made by both the Gentiles and the Jews with their rulers to mistreat and to stone them, they became aware of it and fled to the cities of Lyconia, Lystra, and Derbe, and the surrounding region. And there they continued to preach the gospel. At Lystra a man was sitting who had no strength in his feet, lame from his mother's womb, who had never walked. This man was listening to Paul as he spoke, who, when he had fixed his gaze on him and had seen that he had faith to be made well, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And he leaped up and began to walk. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they raised their voice, saying in the Lyconian language, The gods have become like men and have come down to us. And they began calling Barnabas Zeus and Paul Hermes because he was the chief speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates and wanted to offer sacrifice with the crowds. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their robes and rushed out into the crowd, crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We are also men of the same nature as you, and preach the gospel to you that you should turn from these vain things to a living God, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. In the generation gone by, he permitted all the nations to go their own ways, and yet he did not leave himself without a witness, in that he did good and gave you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with food and gladness. Even saying these things with difficulty, they restrained the crowds from offering sacrifice to them. But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and having won over the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. But while the disciples stood around him, he got up and entered the city. The next day he went away with Barnabas to Derbe. After they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, and saying, Through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom of God. When they had appointed elders for them in every church, having prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. They passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. When they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Italia. From there they sailed to Antioch, from which they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had accomplished. When they had arrived and gathered the church together, they began reporting all things that God had done with them and how that he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And they spent a long time with the disciples.